Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Lena is about to come on and blow your minds with some epic clarity and diving into even more gold, especially if you're a woman, stay tuned. If you're a man, you want to get to know women more and understand how do they see the world. I'm always, always attempting to grow my awareness of how women see the world so I can communicate better, so I can relate better and really just like be my greatest possible self. So definitely stay tuned. I'm talking to you specifically right now because you're becoming your greatest possible self being and becoming. So I acknowledge you. You are a world changer. All your thoughts, your deeds, your actions, your behaviors, who you are being is changing the world. So however I can support you with that, whether it's coming on the 12-hour marathon, doing an interview, getting trained up to get your own message out there in the world with your own podcast, doing interviews, etc. let me know. Would love to talk to you and see how I can support you. Find me on facebook.com forward slash th3 burns or Instagram at I am millionaire Chris or email chris at beergps.com. I look forward to hearing from you, you beautiful soul, you. Now I'm going to talk about the iTunes review of the week. It's by Dr. Lokilani. And Dr. Lokilani says, inspiring. Chris Burns has a knack for attracting people to his show and turning their stories into powerful messages that inspire many. I love his passion and drive for his work. He authentically comes from the heart to truly impact individuals, society, and the world to make this a better place to live for all. Keep inspiring us, Chris. Thanks so much, Dr. Lokilani. I appreciate you. And if you want to give us a review, Go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self or just Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store and you'll be able to find our podcast. Give us a review and then you'll get a chance to get shouted out on a future marathon. Definitely while you're there, subscribe so you can get all the latest new up, uh, updates and episodes that we put out. We release an episode just about every day. So there's always more fire, more fuel for your GPS. Thanks so much for being here. I'm going to introduce Lena in just a sec. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take some fiery, spicy notes, because I know this is going to be a gold interview. So definitely stay tuned all the way through till the end, because one idea has the power to change and transform your life, okay? So we're going to have a lot of fun, and uh, before we dive into that, definitely take a screenshot of this episode. If you're just now tuning in, take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram at IamMillionaireChris or on Facebook, and uh, let me know that you're watching this interview with Lena because it is definitely fire and we're going to have a lot of fun. So I'm going to go ahead and pull this up because Lena is a, is a freaking powerhouse. Y'all, y'all ready for this? Y'all ready to get out of your head and into your heart, into your body? I am. So let's introduce Lena. Lena Dolter is the expert on busting out of overwhelm. As a clarity coach, Lena helps driven women break free from the soul-sucking grind, whether it's a job, a relationship, or a bad habit, Lena can help you find inner peace. I felt that one, inner peace. 
so you can feel confident, centered, and present in your life. If you want to get out of your head and into your body, Lena is definitely, absolutely, 100% the coach for you. And we're blessed to have her here with us today. Miss Lena Dolter, are you ready to rock the house, Superwoman? I'm a little ready. I'm a little nervous, but I'm ready. I'm ready because you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have so much fun. Thank you so much for being here, Lena. And uh, just you. like I said, right before we came on, you're just radiant. And I know we're going to have a ton of wisdom to share with our audience. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Let's dive right into the theme of today, which is ultimate alignment. Lena, what does that mean to you, ultimate alignment? Ooh, good question. You know, ultimate alignment, um, to me, it means really knowing your body. And that actually connects you to your intuition. So when you're in total alignment, you're not questioning what you should or shouldn't be doing. Like you're hearing and not only hearing, but you're listening to what your own wisdom has to say. Oh my gosh. So beautiful. I love it. Tapping into the body already. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I agree. You know, I think it's like when we hear and listen to the sensations, the intuition, the the inner knowing that is within us and not look outside for answers, for guidance, but rather go within and trust that inner alignment, that ultimate alignment within. Uh, we really create huge fulfillment, success, impact, all the beautiful things. So Lena, thank you so much for sharing that. And let's tell our audience a little bit more about who you are, what you stand for, and what your clients come to you for today. Uh, finish that last part because you broke up a little bit. Yeah, who so I, who, who are stand, you, what do you stand for, and what do your clients come to you for today? Oh, yeah, great. Well, who I am? I'm Lena. I don't, it's always <laughs> a weird question. I'm like, I'm Lena. And I consider <laughs> myself, um, you know, a pretty positive, upbeat person yeah. um, for the most part, right? We all have those days where we don't feel our best, right? Mm -hmm. But um, I'm really passionate about supporting women um, who feel stuck mm. and specifically like stuck in their minds, like that mental spiral. Cause I so resonate with that. It's like why I do what I do because I'm, I know how to get you out of it. Mm. And the women who come to me are driven women and they could be driven, busy women in the corporate world, driven, busy women in their lives, um, working for someone else or working for themselves, mm. but they're coming to me because they feel lost. And they come to me to help them reconnect themselves back to them, like the heart of who they are. The women who come to work with me want to make big change for themselves, but they just don't know what that looks like exactly. And instead of kind of like just far reaching and looking for all these things they could do, I help them get really clear on those first steps so that they can move toward that bigger picture rather than being overwhelmed by the big picture and not taking any steps at all. Wow. I love it. I love it. It's like the, um, not, not just analysis paralysis of all the different things that are going on, but also if these women have just been feeling stuck, if they've been feeling overwhelmed, if there's so much like pressure in their life to just show up and be something or, you know, take care of everything, have it all together. I think that's a, a pretty standard kind of experience for a lot of women out there. So we're going to dive into all the different things that you do for these women. But first, Lena, we're going to go back into your journey and talk about, uh, how did you become this clarity coach how did you get to where we are today what challenges did you overcome yeah so i have been i 
I was in the corporate world and like, I'll just speak to my most adult relevant experience, right? It's like, I've been working in the corporate world for 16 years and in sales specifically, I always had a passion for other things. I always had a passion for nutrition and diet and always took extra special care of myself physically. I love yoga. I teach Pilates. I teach yoga. So I used my job as a, um, infusion if you will to fuel my passions yeah. right yeah. so i could do what i wanted on the side and have that life on the side mm-hmm. what i know and then like five years ago i first got introduced to coaching world so i like as a young adult i was in therapy because i had my own stuff i wanted to work through and this was before coaches probably existed right mm-hmm. or if they did we wouldn't know about them mm-hmm. and i learned a lot about myself and how i operate in the world i learned a lot about my past and how that influenced how i operated in the world But then about five years ago, when I was feeling like I really wanted love, I'd been single for a really long time. I felt like I was dating the same kind of guy over and over again, the unavailable guy who you want to be available because you're super attracted to him, but he's just not available. (laughs) I don't know if anyone can feel me on that. I I connected with a friend of mine who also teaches yoga. Okay. And she was doing this online self-love thing, like a self-love mini retreat, if you will. Online, this was like the beginning of Facebook groups, probably. And I said to her, would this help me find love in a relationship? She's like, absolutely. But if you really want to dive into relationships, I can set you up with a friend of mine who I know who does love coaching. So I got into that world through deciding to work with a love coach and improving that part of my life. Cause at the moment I felt really successful in my life in other ways. You know, I was working the job. I bought the house. I had the car, you know, all these things that society and potentially our families tell us that make us successful. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that was lacking was love. So when I got into that coaching world, then I began to see other things, like see how I could like change my behavior even deeper than what I did through, you know, having therapy. And I became an assistant love coach for her. And I coached clients through her program. And then through the last couple of years, I saw how my life really has changed. Like I can help you. I've helped many women successfully attract the man that's for them and live amazing lives and relationships. But I really know that my genius is like, that's part of what my genius is, but it's not all of what I do. Mm -hmm. So I took like an overall, like a helicopter view of my life in the past couple of years Mm -hmm. and really zoomed out on what I want to do. And that's how I came to understand like, yeah, I help women get clear because I was lost and spinning the wheel of what I should be doing and what Mm -hmm. other people expected me to do for so long that once I took that leap out of the corporate world, Mm -hmm. um, which you don't have to do, by the way, you know, to become clear, um, but that's what my calling has led me to. Um, Did I really understand the power of my own clarity and how I could help women feel that very same self-trust and self-confidence to move in their life in the direction that they want? Wow. So you were you were lacking clarity. You just didn't feel like you were on purpose with yeah. with your life. And you found coaching as a way to um, like really grow whatever area of your life was important to you. At that point, it was love. But then you started seeing that coaching really made the difference in accelerating all areas of life. And you saw these not necessarily weak spots, but areas of, of additional growth and improvement. And through doing that, like having fun diving into that coaching world, you started 
started supporting other women in attracting that love into their own life and then past that, so to speak, and that experience and, and helping lots of women with that, you said, okay, well, what is it really that I'm here to do? And it's it's the clarity. It's giving them you know, more more connection to themselves, to their heart, to their body, and also that ends up freeing up energy, time, you know, like having them be their their best selves in all, yeah. all areas of life. A hundred percent. Like getting reconnected to your body is pathway to like all things that you could possibly want. Wow. I love it. it. So, so sounds like a tall order, but it's totally true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's I, I I love it because so many people men and women are stuck in our heads. Like we're so overthinking. We're so like disconnected, constantly thinking about the future or stuck in the past. Right. And so to be here and now and present, it's like one of the greatest gifts that we can develop the muscles, the skills that we can reintegrate back into our life. Cause coming out of the womb, I'm sure you would, you would uh, agree coming out of the womb, we were super present. We were like this, this magical ball of possibility and love and, you know, presence. And then over the years we got conditioned out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 especially women for sure. Mm. No offense to men, but especially women. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's dive into like what what we need to know about getting reconnected with our body. How do we start with that? Uh, where where would you say most women might be dropping the ball or or messing up or not quite getting getting that right? Yeah, let me take a hot second because I feel like there's a million answers. So, you know, the first thing that comes to me is like the questioning of your own self. Mm. So dropping the ball to me is like when you say dropping the ball or not getting that right. It's like just that overanalyzing yeah. that you mentioned earlier, like just spinning those thoughts in your head. Like I get it. My mind is super active. I mean, just throwing a little astrology in here, like my Mercury, which is the planet of communication mm. lives in Gemini, which is a super active, uh, you know, house. And yeah. so my mind is always going, it's really good at it. But driven women specifically, I see have that same thing going. Cause if you're working for someone else, like if you're in a sales job or you're working for someone besides yourself and even for yourself, there are this, that you have the external pressure to perform in the job or the role that you're doing, mm-hmm. which may come from the direct, uh, leadership. It may also, you might feel it subconsciously or in your cells from the pressure of society, but then that added internal personal pressure that you put on yourself to perform and excel, to get whatever it is that you think you're going to get by pressuring yourself. So whether it's accolades, whether it's value, and you might not even realize that that's where or how the pressure is showing up. It's just like, but there's this pressure to perform. And in that, there's a disconnect between how you really feel. So when you are stuck or when you're, I don't even want to say stuck, when you're in that drive and there's nothing wrong with being driven, I want to say that first, but there is a very fine line between overdrive, overwhelm, overdoing, and being right in line with the exact amount of like pressure or I don't even want to use the word pressure action needed to accomplish what you want. Mm. Did you follow that? Yeah. 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 So I think that there's a disconnect between the expectation of what something will take and like the mental rehearsing of like all the different things to do to be able to accomplish it and 
quote unquote, be fulfilled and achieve and like what it actually takes. And so many people are stuck in the overthinking about the just doing the thing uh, and and replaying that in their mind that women especially, um, that they are not just able to be peaceful and present when they're being driven, like actually doing the work, but they also bring that into other areas of their life affecting and impacting those areas too. Totally. And the one mistake that all women make, I made it myself, Mm -hmm. is that you assume, and you don't even know you're doing it, but you assume you have the same energy all the time in your life. You assume that like today you wake up and you're like (laughs) feeling great. And then like, but what happens inevitably is that a couple weeks down the line, you hit an energetic wall. So as a woman, so I'm I'm specifically speaking to women about this. Like you can share with me, Chris, if you have like your own uh, experience with this, but women, you are cyclical men. You are too. I just don't know what that looks like as well, because I'm not a man, right. but I know exactly what it looks like for women. And we run with like humans are connected to water and to the moon, the moon and the water. Like that's just who mm-hmm. we are. And women have an extra level. You have your actual blood cycle, AKA mm-hmm. your period or your menstruation cycle. When I talk about that, a lot of women are like, oh my God, I don't even want to talk about my period. Or like, what does my period have to do with my energy? Well, it's not your actual period. It's the actual cycle of the month that you're living in. So you think of like new moon, full moon. So the moon is full once a month. The moon is new once a month. So dark. You are full at a certain part of time of the month and you shed at a certain time of the month. In between those times, there are two amazing... um, energetic weeks to work with. And what happens with women is that they, this is unconscious. They go along, they're doing their thing, they're driven, they're feeling good, everything's great, it's going their way. And then bam, cycle, uh, part of the cycle that hits you makes you feel like you can't do what you've been doing. And instead of just pausing and pulling back, you push through, done it, see a million women do it, and it affects you. It affects your work because you're not going to do the kind of work that you would do a week ago. Mm. And it also affects your attitude about yourself because your mood starts to shift, right? So not only does your energy feel low, but the way you feel about yourself is not so great. All of that compounds, but then it's like, so I can stop there because it's a cyclical thing. But that's the one thing that I noticed that women make the mistake and they don't even know it because they're disconnected from the actual rhythm of their body, not necessarily the bleed days. So I just want to be really clear about this is that. gold. This is gold. Cause I, I can totally relate to it. You know, been with my girlfriend for a year and a half now. And, um, one of her greatest awarenesses is that like when she feels the, the time of the month, you know, going through her cycle of shedding, um, she, like used to be so frustrated. Like, why does this have to happen to me? Why, why do I have to feel so blocked? Why do I have to feel, feel like just not the energy is like sapped out of me leaking. It's gone, you know? And it's, it's like frustrating. And for me, like I just was able to hold space for her, like while she was going through that. But I imagine for the women who are trying to like do it on their own, so to speak, and just get through that and they don't know what, what's going on. They're trying to power through it. It's just like even more draining. They come out the other side, like feeling, man, like I didn't do good enough in that performance. I didn't give myself the time to just rest and recharge and allow myself to go through it. So now I'm bringing over that tiredness and exhaustion into this new phase. And that is just like compounding for not good stuff. <laughs> 
Yeah, 100%. And I applaud you for holding space for your girlfriend. Like, you know, knowing about your cycle um, and sharing that with your partner is super, it's a super huge connecting essential. factor. It's essential. Yeah, super essential because, you know, here's the thing about, about the cycle. I'll say it this way. There's power in each individual week. Mm. So each individual week holds a specific magic power, if you will. Mm. And, and I love what you said earlier, you're talking about like resting and relaxing. The problem is for most women and maybe some men too, but we're talking about the cycle. Mm -hmm. They really have a, you have a hard time slowing down. Yeah. Especially if you have that pressure, those expectations, everything feels like it compounds. And that's what causes overwhelm. Because typically what happens is like you're in that good phase of your cycle, but you're unaware that it's the good phase of your cycle. So you tend to take on more projects. Mm -hmm. So in your calendar's full, but by the time you get to that point, and most of the time it's PMS, because mm -hmm. that's when the agitation and all the stuff that's wants to get loose is getting ready to literally let go of you. Mm -hmm. um, it gets bubbled and you get rubbed the wrong way. And so if your schedule is really full and you don't really, you feel like you don't have enough time to get it all done. You probably don't because you overbooked yourself and that is what happens. So when you learn how to, and this is how like part of what I teach my clients, this is part of getting clear and confident is diving into that rhythm of your own body so that you can over a period of time, learn your own rhythm. Like we work with that together. We get you into this literal cycle so that you start to flow like this beautiful machine. I hate to say it that way, but it, it's like, you, you know, when you're high, yeah. you know, when you might need a little extra time. Mm. Like one of my clients knows the exact day. Cause she's been working with me for a long time where her and her boyfriend have a fight. It's literally <laughs> the same day every month because when she's in that phase of her cycle, wow. she feels like she needs a little bit more attention. So her inner triggers get worked up. That's what happens yeah. during phase four of your cycle. And they have a fight every time. So we're working through like, okay, well, what are we going to do here to take care of you? Mm -hmm. So that when you get to this day in your cycle, like there's a little room there for you and your relationship to breathe. Yeah. So Lena, is it as simple as not packing the schedule as much? Is it, you know, just having downtime, relaxation time, what recharges women yeah. and for them to know those kinds of things? How do we, how do they deal with that? I was going to yeah, say we, great. but I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you can too. Well, for you in a we like to hold space for your girlfriend to yeah. have downtime is beautiful. And I'd like, so in the we form as a man, like when you know your woman's cycle, you also know how she feels and she might need a little extra TLC. Yeah. You know, she might even need some tea or a heat pack or she just might need to take a nap and you can like give her a little extra love. Right. Um, we as women, one of the simplest ways to start is just to notice how you're feeling. And if you're not yet paying attention to your rhythm, then now is the time to start. Mm -hmm. um, and then you like, that's how I help women go deeper is like they, they get that piece, but then it's implementing into their life or implementing life aligned with the cycle. Right. Mm -hmm. It sounds kind of cumbersome. It can sound cumbersome to some women, but it's the pathway to freedom that I have found in my own life. And with my clients who follow the system, um, because it really just breaks you open to know when you're available. And it's an ebb and flow, ladies, right? Like you're going to get a, a set database of like, there's a certain amount of time you want to catalog. And then you're like, okay, let's get into this rhythm. And then you start to notice things change because you're going through all this other work, right? Like with my clients, we go through well, what's coming up for you around this time of the month. 
all right, that's some old wound stuff, right? Uh, that we need to address that literally is coming up so that you can let go of it when you, when you bleed. So, um, it's just one part of it. So one this is, this is gold. The thought that comes up for me, and I'm curious if, if I'm putting myself in a woman's shoes listening, you mentioned in the beginning, like, Oh, Lena, we're going to talk about cycles. Like, Oh my gosh. Like, do you think a lot of women say, Oh, I know about that. I already know. Like, do, do they just like kind of take it for granted? Are they unwilling to explore it? Are they bored with the conversation? What would you say is going on around that? Uh, here's my truth telling self. Uh, I think like most women ignore the fact that they even have a cycle unless you're of a certain woman. And mm. I, I hope that no one takes offense to that. What I mean is most people, most women look to it. Most women look at it as a nuisance. Mm. I myself felt like, so here's the story a little bit. I have always been really, really connected to PMS. I don't know any woman who doesn't know when she's PMSing mm. because she's agitated. Like that's a super common theme. Like, do you experience? Does your girlfriend experience some agitation? Yeah. Well, a little shorter uh, yeah. attention span, patience. Yeah. Yes, patience is slower. You know, it's funny because my friend who knows that I do this work, she emailed, texted me the other day after lunch, and she said, "I wish I had my phone because I'd read you the exact test." She's like, "Gosh, I feel like irritated and something, something. Could I be PMSing?" And I'm like, um, "Hands down." But we need to we need to start tracking your cycle. Mm. So what they what it is is that you might know but you're either not open to looking at your cycle in that way, mm. or you just aren't, con you don't want to pay attention to it. And that's just the harsh truth. And I mean, no offense. Mm. Um, I get it because of how we grew up is not talking about your freaking period. No one talked about it. Like my mom didn't tell me about it. I just started it. And then I saw that she was using, this is a lot of information. Sorry, Chris. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I was like, you know, I saw that she was using pads. So I'm like, okay, great. Then I guess I'm going to use pads. Right. Yeah. Like you kind of, I, I fumbled my way through this process. And, mm -hmm. and so for years I just connected with PMS and it wasn't until a coach told me you can't use your period as an excuse that I was like, but it's not, it's like this feeling that I have. And I yeah. kind of knew that something was happening. And I knew that at that time I was less available for more like, analytical doing getting things done performance and i needed to kind of draw it in so my own wisdom has been telling me for years like hey come back to yourself right mm -hmm. like come into this part of you so that we can really get together and work with this in the most amazing way it's beautiful it's beautiful okay so the the big predicament that most women are experiencing is they're just trying to ignore it they're trying to shove it to the side just pretend like it doesn't exist and so something that you mentioned is just tracking it like that's that's one of the very first keys um yeah. would you say that there's a abundantly available and effective information for women to track their cycle and like actively effectively do something with that information or would you say that like having a coach working with you is a different type of experience or you're able to spotlight I'm sure you are able to spotlight different things what would those be specifically Sure well in my experience of talking to women who have a concept of their cycle they have just that one part like yeah I'm getting my period mm -hmm. that's literally where every woman who tracks their cycle is connects to that's all they connect to okay. So yes there's information out there about the different phases of the cycle, the energy and how to work with them. But what I have found in my experience is that like 99.9% .9 of women that I've encountered don't do that. Mm. They're just paying attention to the fact that they're getting their period. 
So the value that I can bring you is not only help you create that plan, because especially as a driven woman, you want to you want to know what's going on. Right. I get that. Like you love information and mm. you want to do it. So I can I absolutely offer you extra insight so that once we get a, a baseline, I call it a baseline. But it's like, you know, you track for a certain amount of time, you see your patterns and your rhythms, and then you notice what in your life has to shift and move. In that process, we're also working through whatever mind junk you have going on, right? Mm -hmm. About life, right? Mm -hmm. So we're not only breaking you out of the grind, but we're connecting you simultaneously to your body so that as we work together, you're diminishing the hurtful, unhelpful thoughts and expanding on the wisdom of your own intuition. Mm -hmm. And then in that, we get this beautiful like way to align you with your energy so that you are no longer over committing. You're, uh, you're running your life, living your life with a lot more freaking freedom mm. and a shit ton more time. Can I swear on your show? Yes, you can. Absolutely. How does, how does being willing to pull back and, and nourish and nurture oneself, how does that lead to more freedom and more time? Mm. Great question. First of all, I want to say it's difficult. I sometimes struggle with it myself. How it leads to more time is that you you actually give yourself space. So every single woman that comes to work with me literally tells me that she wants to create space. Mm. And the only way that you can create space is to actually give yourself space first. You can't produce space. <laughs> like there's nothing, there's nothing you can do to make space. The, the, the pulling back, and ladies, it doesn't have to be for days. You know, I have a five minute habit that we'll talk about at the end of this um, video yeah. or conversation mm -hmm. that in five minutes allows you to get connected to yourself. That is creating space. That's powerful. That's Yeah. So like that is like you start with something small and then you keep doing it because right. consistency is what creates the change of the habit. Yeah. And that's what gives you space. And what I'm hearing as well is some especially the driven women out there who are listening, they have a challenge with just creating that space, just giving themselves permission to stop doing things, to create stillness, to create like breath, the time to breathe, time to reconnect and reawaken their, their sensuality, their senses in their body. Yeah, because their mind is telling them they have to keep doing something. Oof. I've been there and my friend is there. Like she talks to me about it all the time. And it's funny because she'll literally say like, I know I need to just do nothing, but I feel so <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> and it's totally true because you're on that wheel. Like I've been there, I've been there. And I still sometimes have days where I'm like, I gotta get going. I gotta do all these things. And then I'm like, Whoa, you are getting nothing done. Cause you know, like I'm really getting nothing done. And what I think I'm getting done is, it's not happening. So I literally have to walk outside. Like that's a super simple exercise that if you're listening, man or woman, when you're feeling overwhelmed and completely out of touch with like what you think you like, just not getting anything done, walk outside, mm -hmm. just go outside. And if you're in an office, it's even more important, but walk around the freaking block. Oftentimes I will just walk out and walk around my yard, mm -hmm. um, just to feel my feet on the earth. That is an instant instant center practice instant 
I love it. I love it. This is gold, Lena. And I want to just speak to someone who's listening or watching right now because this is this is bomb.com. And there might be some people who are not able to ask you a question specifically live here on the interview, which is like, hey, you know, if you catch the replay or the podcast, that's all good. I want to give you, the listener or viewer, a chance to ask Lena your questions. If you have any specific questions, take a screenshot and tag me at I am Millionaire Chris and Lena at Lena Dolter on Instagram and uh, we'll make sure we get this exchange to each other if you mistag either one of us but ask a question whatever you have uh, to be able to to grow yourself to be able to reconnect with your body if you're struggled if you're blocked if you're challenged ask the question and uh, we'll make it happen and, and get you that answer because this is this is super powerful and I love the practice of just like going outside it's so simple I love that the most powerful practices and most powerful ways to reconnect with ourselves and live our greatest possible self and, and tap into our gifts and the presence and fulfillment and the joy and the happiness and the juiciness of life is so simple. Yeah. It doesn't take a whole lot. It just takes consistency. Consistency and support for the people yes. who've been having so much freaking momentum in one direction, uh -huh. aka drive, which is good. We love drive. And how do we have that balance of yes. the masculine, masculine drive and the feminine space? A hundred percent. Yeah. Everyone wants balance. I call it harmony, but everyone wants balance. And that's, yeah, it's, it's just finding that the difference it's fine because it does exist. It's a, it's an ebb and a flow. And when you learn how to ride the waves, life becomes a lot easier. But like you said, that takes a little bit of support, some practice mm. and some possible new habits, right? That you can pull into your life that will replace old habits that aren't helping you anymore. Mm. Mm. I love it. Is there any other specific habits that you see coming up for your, your clients as, as ways to get them reconnected with their heart and their body? The outside one is key. Mm -hmm. And the other one that I use is journaling. So I know that a lot of people out there might be like, I hate to write. Um, but I'll teach you how. I have an, uh, it's, it's easy. But I get it. So, But journaling is key because here's why. Especially if you're in your head a lot, regardless if you're a man or woman. Um, write, getting those thoughts out on paper in no particular – you don't have to write a book here. You're just free writing. So if you've heard of morning pages, I'm sure you've heard of morning pages, Chris. Yeah. yeah. It's a practice. I forget the artist. It's called The Artist's Way. I forget her name, the mm -hmm. author. Forgive me. But it's a practice of just free writing in the morning. And you don't have to do your journaling in the morning. It's a great practice. If that speaks to you, great. Get up in the morning, write three full pages, just get things out on paper. But I find that myself and for my clients, when you're in a moment of overwhelm and you are overthinking and trying to find a solution that's not coming, grab your pen and your notebook and just get it out. Because when you do, you're going to see what's coming up and you'll get clarity simply in the writing. And that's just the first step. I go deeper with my clients, but that's one quick, like one easy thing everybody can implement into their life today who wants to have, um, have that tool. Yeah, it's gold, especially for the driven woman who seems yeah. to be the, the archetype of someone who's yeah. listening, right? The high achiever, high performer. That person has so much going on in their head it's overwhelming. It's like yeah. a, the, the, this cloudy, nebulous, like congested thing. And if we just dump it out on, on the paper, it creates so much more clarity for us to focus on what's important and not to 
quote unquote, drop the ball or not do the habits that we said that we were going to do, that we committed to, that we know are good for us. If we're clear, if we're clear on why we do things and, and when we committed and what was, what was the reason why we committed, why is it important that I follow through on this to give myself this space rather mm-hmm. than to continue on the treadmill of doing, 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 like what's the, it might not make sense in the long term, might be uncomfortable or might not make sense in the short term, might be uncomfortable in the short term, but in the long term, it all pays off. When you have clarity, those decisions become easier. Totally. Yeah. I liken it to like the, the like everyone does wash, right? Like laundry. Mm. So think of the laundry machine on the spin cycle, how fast it goes. And it's, it goes and goes and goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. That's the active mind. And think about like, if you were to stick your hand in that, like it would really hurt. Right. But it would, it would, stop the momentum. Mm. Like that's the act of going outside, the act of literally walking out of my chair. If I get stuck in writer's block, sometimes I like literally just get up and go to the bathroom. I'm like, okay. And then my mind clears. So it's just moving your body into a different space because that takes your mind out of the, uh, out of trying to figure it out. So And just, just like getting up causes you to breathe more, causes you to see different things. Like if, yep. if I'm just like looking at my computer the whole time and whatever yep. my scene is, but I go to a different room, I'm going to see different things. And especially outside, you get a chance to see the, the sun, the blue sky, the nature, hopefully if, if people yep. have that around them, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, cool. totally. That's, yeah. that's great. So I want to talk about yoga and how that's shaped your reality and your journey. What difference has it made for you? What were some of the biggest gifts that you got from yoga? Great. Um, let me share with you first that when I first started doing yoga, I was probably in my early 20s. I feel like I've been doing yoga for over 20 years. Yeah. And um, I started it. I walked into a room with a, at a Bally Total Fitness Ooh. Okay, in Cincinnati when I lived there. And I have to be honest, I can't remember if... I think that's when I first learned because then my, okay. And there's this teeny tiny woman there in red and she, I was the only person in the class and it was an open room. There was, it wasn't really a yoga room, but I could do it. I've never been a sporty person. Like I played some sports, but I'm not a sporty person. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I could do it made me feel really good about myself. So I had this confidence level. Right. And then I just felt like I just kept doing it. It became a habit. It became something that I needed to have in my life. And so every time I moved, I would seek out studios that I could go practice in and get my practice in. Then I became a teacher teacher. And now like for me, the practice has changed from just merely doing the poses to like how it literally will ground me into my body because it's the breath. So it's the breath kind of um, combined with movement. That's what yoga is. Mm -hmm. And for me, it really oftentimes serves as a moving meditation. And many times it's not even a class. Many times I'm just in my house in the morning, just doing a few simple, you know, simple moving my body to wake up poses. It just gets me into the space of my own self. It's changed the way that I feel about myself. And that has changed the way I feel and communicate with others in a positive way. So great. So great. And I love how society has really popularized yoga, right? It's super popular. And I also think that the why behind doing yoga, a lot of people do it to get into better shape when in reality, it's really, it's providing other benefits And if people are more conscious and aware, especially women, for example, are more conscious and aware saying, I'm not doing this necessarily, a benefit of this is to burn calories and to work out. But the real benefit is getting reconnected with my body. And so let's pay even more attention to my breath. 
to the sensations, to each pose and where do I feel it and like to scan our body and be more aware of that. I think that that's like such a a shift that people can take right now and they can make a decision to say, I'm going to be more mindful, more present, more aware when I'm doing this to get the most benefit out of it. A hundred percent. And to add that on for anyone who's listening or watching, like if you're a woman who struggles with relaxing, mm-hmm. um, it will feel challenging. I'm not going to lie, but I recommend going to a restorative class mm-hmm. or a yin class. Cause it's like, you're in a supportive environment where you're literally being held by props. It's mm-hmm. like, especially for restorative, it's allowing you to drop in. It's a perfect practice for when you are on your menstrual cycle, um, just to, that's a built in something that you can do mm-hmm. for yourself. Then like, I find sometimes the act of going to a class, especially if it's restorative gives you, um, you're like making the commitment. You're choosing to go make space for yourself. Yes. Like, so to what we speak, spoke to earlier, that would be a great starting point. If you want to practice what it feels like, and just observe being in a room, a, a, you know, a yoga practice that's not asking you to do anything mm. except relax. Mm. Like that'll bring up some shit. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but in a good way, like yeah. it could just, you might just notice like, wow, this is really challenging for me right. to really relax. And that's just information mm. that then you get to build on, whether it's in your own life or you choose to, you know, work with somebody like me and help yeah. you really get comfortable being in your own body. Gold, gold, Lena. I think the the stillness allows people to see like what have I been pushing to the side? What have I been trying to avoid? What pain, suffering, stuff from the past is coming up? And uh, a lot of people are so driven. I I perceive a lot of women are so driven because they don't want to feel that stuff, and they they at some point made a decision. I'm not supposed to feel this stuff. I'm supposed to bury it down. Men do that too, but it's a little bit different for for each one. You know, just to, like in the space comes, that's where the clarity is, my friends. Mm-hmm. It's not in the doing, mm-hmm. it's in the space. So when we can create that practice for you, whatever it is, because every woman who comes to work with me is a little bit different. But when you create that space, then the clarity comes and that just brings us right back to where we started, which is mm-hmm. getting connected to yourself so that you hear your intuition, but you also listen to it. And in that state space comes the answers that you're you're really wanting and the practices finding out how to receive that. Mm. So with the stillness, how does that create greater achievements? Like let's talk to these driven driven women who want to achieve more. How does yeah. stillness create greater and more greater achievement, more success, more finances, more fulfillment, that kind of stuff? Totally. Well, I like it. Think about like if you ran your car all the time without filling it up for gas, it would stop running, right? <laughs> like at some point, some point it's not going to run for you anymore. Right, and so same for you as women and, and for men, right? You, you just keep running on that same, uh, you know, if you keep running without filling your own tank, then at some point, and it might already be happening, you know, what you have to offer and what you have to give, what you want to achieve is harder because you're running on fumes. And so when you take some time um, and again, it can be five minutes a day, right? Like the five minute habit that you'll get at the end of this, you can be five minutes a day that will help you reconnect, reground to yourself that creates that space just for a little bit more. And it seems so weird, right? To say like, oh, I, I get like in, in stopping, I actually 
get more. But that's true. Like in doing less, you actually have more time. (laughs) It's like wicked. Did that answer your question? Did I give you enough there? Yeah, yeah. And I I think what I'm hearing is like the, especially the clarity on the right things. And you were mentioning about the intuition earlier. So like receiving the answers for where is the highest and best leveraged place to, to invest your time. If someone is just on autopilot, then it can get into a cycle. They can get into a cycle of just being busy and doing, doing, doing without really making much progress, feeling like they're stuck, feeling like they're spinning their wheels. Yeah. One of my clients said to me, um, before we started working together when our, in our introductory call, mm-hmm. it's not what I call it, but in our introductory call, she's like, you know, all I want is to feel like I can be present in my life without constantly checking off my to-do list. And I feel like that's really powerful yeah. because yeah. So I'll just leave that there. Mm. I just want to create some, some space. Yeah. Feels good. Feels good. Like to not, not have the pressure. There's so much pressure on women to, to be enough to perform. Um, I'm curious if, if women have stuff that's coming up from the past, um, when they're working with you, how do you handle that stuff? Mm, Yeah. When women have stuff that come up, women have things that come up from the past with, with me when they work with me. Um, I dive into some work I called I call inner child work or inner, mm. inner self work. And you might be familiar. Yeah, I see you shaking your head. Yes. Like, so since I did therapy years ago, I learned um, a process called inner family systems. Beautiful. And it's a psychological process that asks you to, um, I connected it with it very deeply. So that's why I use it in my practice today. Identifying like calling in your highest self. So like imagining yourself as you envision your highest self, it could be you as you are today, mm-hmm. calling that person to mind, that's part of you to mind, and then calling forward that part of you, that trigger. So most women who experience any, uh, like past stuff that comes up, it comes up through a previous version of yourself, usually a younger version of yourself, an inner child, if you will. It's otherwise known as your ego. But when you can visualize that part of yourself, you then develop this relationship between like you in the center holding the space for your highest self and that part of yourself, the trigger, I'll call her, that is coming up. And so I work with them to reparent the inner child so that they can have the tools and the awareness in the moment of when, when they're not with me, like, let's say, cause I have a client right now who's getting triggered a lot on her dates. Mm. And so we're working with her inner little child who like really needs attention and really needs to feel like she's been chosen. It's basically overtaking her, her dating world. And so we're working to, I'm working with her to, reparent, give this little person over here what she needs from herself rather than letting that part of her rule her dating life. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. So it's, it's really hearing, healing and hearing that is a Freudian slip on purpose, apparently hearing what that, that little version of ourself needed to hear and, and needed to say the expression and, and what they needed and then giving that to them, giving that love, giving that attention, giving that, um, you know, you're safe, whatever yes. kind of, uh, you know, space, holding space for them to just be and express themselves instead of stuffing it down or trying to avoid it. 
Yes. Because a lot of people um, will want to just affirm their way out of a trigger mm. and it doesn't work that way. <laughs> like affirmations are really powerful, but not in a trigger. So you have to be, you have to have that skill to, and I say skill, it's a very masculine word, but it is like, you know, that, that, that awareness, that, that wherewithal to notice when you're in, um, an, a disembodied or triggered experience, then you reparent, like this all becomes very fluid when you work with me and when you work with anyone who does this kind of work and then you affirm, but please do not try to affirm when you are in a bad state because you will not do yourself any good at all. Mm. What is a piece of wisdom you would share with the men who might be listening and how they can support their women the best? Well, gosh. Um, <laughs> in, in overall life? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Well, I feel like this is for men and women, but mm -hmm. for women, first, can I say for women? Yes, yes. Women, I encourage you to um, communicate with your men, mm. with your man, like, um, because unfortunately, men cannot read your mind. I think that you would like to probably from time to time, just so you knew what was going on, especially if you're not in a, in a really communicative relationship. But um, women, you know, let yourself be seen. Mm. And that comes from what we've been talking about today. Like really allowing yourself to be vulnerable is also a lot of part of like part of the work that I do. A lot of driven women, including myself have a hard time breaking down that exterior, right? Mm -hmm. That performance. So, mm -hmm. and that makes it really difficult for you to connect in relationships. And so men, I would say have, have patience, have patience mm -hmm. and, um, you know, reflect back to your person, what you're experiencing so that in that relationship, if that container is safe and solid for the both of you, you know, and if she's there with you, she has that opportunity to witness herself with within you witness herself from you. Mm. Mm. This is so good. Um, one thing I've found is like Petia, my girlfriend, she, she like, she's so good at, coming and sharing like what's going on with her like she's like don't leave me alone don't just like let me disconnect and sit with my stuff like let's let's process it let's not go to bed like you know angry or frustrated with each other or with an argument or anything like that and it's like we work through it as much as we can but even some things like we don't catch they kind of like go off the radar it it like reaches or affects one of us more than the other even knew and mm -hmm. so uh, we have a weekly review where we're able to share like um, what we appreciate about each other, what we're grateful for, uh, what made us, you know, really experience love with each other and also what made us want to pull away. And for yeah. me, I've found like having a designated time that I'm able to share like the, the breakdowns, the crap, the stuff that came up for me without fear of being judged. And it's almost like I, I have to, right? Like I, I get to, I'm blessed to, but like I have to do it in that moment because that's that's our designated time. And I just built up that trust um, with her to be able to share then. And she, she has the same trust. So for me, it's like having a designated uh, venue and whether that's with us too, because we're really conscious in our communications or having someone like yourself who someone's able to, to go to, a client is able to come to you and share, hey, every week I'm going to get this off my chest. I'm going to be able to share what I've been struggling with or dealing with and then also that is able to impact the relationship the ability to communicate in the relationship too so that's uh, something super important for us 
I love that. I think that's a great practice. You know, I learned from my love coach years ago, like not like she introduced the idea of agreements mm. and it can sound like not very yeah. sexy, but what you guys have, what you all have is an agreement yes. that you yes. are going to do this for each other. And I love that. And agreements don't have to be hard or uncomfortable. It's like mm. you, you're letting your, you're letting you get to share what you need and she gets to share what she needs and the way that you do it, like that's your agreement. Mm. But yeah, I love that. I love the idea of agreements and I, I love creating agreements in my relationships too. It just, creates that intimacy that we also want, right? We just really want to feel close to our people, whether it's your friends, your parents, your children, your loved one, your lover, your husband, your boyfriend. I love it. I love it, Lena. Okay. So I want to tell people how about this five minute five minute yeah. process and, and yeah. gift and thing that we want to share with them. And then after that, we'll wrap up with some final takeaways and what you want to encourage the audience to do. So let's tell them what they can do next. What is this gift that you've been mentioning? I'm like, tell us, Lena, tell yeah, us. I'm excited <laughs> about this. Yeah. So, you know, in working with the clients that I've been with over the past few years, like I really tapped into what they like, they tell me what they need. So I'm giving it. And what the women who come to work with me want is to feel confident, calm, and centered. It's just a handful of words. So I created a five-minute habit, and this is me on audio walking you through five-minute habit, and it's just something that you, like, I guide you through this space and in that amount of time to get you connected to your breath and your body, and then voila, in five minutes, you're off into the race, and you can do whatever you want. So, and it's available to you. It's free. Once you, uh, you know, just pop in your name and email, you get it immediately. So you can get it right there on my website or you can download it. So it's on your phone or computer that you can listen to it every day. And I had a client just tell me last week, she's like, Oh my God, it's so amazing. Just what a few minutes can do for like feeling good about myself. So I encourage you to get that free five minute habit that'll put you into my community and let you know about what's happening and upcoming, like my online mini retreat and then my course in January. So just be connected to me um, in that way. And but more importantly, you're going to get that amazing gift that will help you feel clear, confident and centered. Epic. How do they get it? They get it by going to linodolter.com backslash free gift. You have the link, right? Yes, I do. I'm putting it in the Facebook comments. I just wanted to confirm that that was the link that I was going to be pasting. So leanadulter.com forward slash free gift. That's where people can go. And then what's your Facebook group called, Lena? Oh, it's called The Clear and Confident Woman with Lena Dolter. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And I thank you for that, Chris. Um, Thank you for letting me share that. We, um, I'm in there twice a week videos. I like just give little insights on my own life. I've been talking about my own dating life these days. So it's kind Mm -hmm. of fun to get that piece of me. And every month um, I'm bringing in experts that speak to um, like this month, I'm having Diana Durrell come in and she's talking about how that inner critic, the voice that we all hear in our head that you and I've been talking about a little bit today, mm-hmm. interferes with your relationships and how to, you know, some practical ways that we'll both offer to get in touch, similar to what you're experiencing here from me in this conversation, but some different ways to get in touch with your intuition and kind of how to reparent that inner critic and, and let that voice not be interfering with your relationships or your life. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Delicious. Lena, I love it. This is gold. So again, go to lenadolter.com forward slash free gift and they can join you in your group. And Lena, let's wrap this conversation up with the, the final takeaway. What you want these powerhouse driven boss babes to know about clarity? Yeah. Okay. Well, clarity is not in your head, ladies. So mm. what I want you to know is that, you know what, if you could do one thing today, it would, I would encourage you to be like, ask yourself, like, what do I really want? 
and let it just flow out of you. Write it down, put it in a voice memo, whatever works for you, but get it out on paper because when, or in words, because the second, like when you implant, when you plant those seeds, things will start to show up. Mm -hmm. And so get really, that's one way that you can start to find some clarity in your own life. If you choose to do it on your own, get it out there. So beautiful. Lena, thank you so much. This is powerful. And everyone, have a conversation with Lena. Message her and join her group. Ask your questions in there and uh, keep growing yourself. Get that clarity. Tap into your body, into the presence. Know your cycles. There's so much gold that we covered in this. And Lena, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And thank you, everybody. Absolutely. We'll see you soon, okay? Bye. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, Head over to BeYourGPS.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>